Welcome to Windsor Christian Fellowship Church Podcast. Our church vision is to win generations to Christ, connect them to His master plan, empower them to succeed, and grow the kingdom of God. For other podcast resources or more information about Windsor Christian Fellowship, please visit us at www.wcf.ca. Last week, Pastor RJ preached on a new man in our All Things New series. It was amazing. Um, The one thing that I took out of it was uh, we have to trust God more than we trust ourselves, which is something we kind of all know um, if you've been in the church for a while. Uh, If you haven't, that's okay. But it's something that I always kind of knew in the back of my head, but it kind of really hit home. Like, okay, sometimes all of us will be like, God, I got it. Like, don't worry, I can handle it. But really, we need God to go before us. And so I thought it was an amazing message about the new man. And that brings us to this week's message. So this week's message is a new commitment. And so we're so excited to hear what Pastor RJ has to preach about. But before we get going on that message, we have a special video for you guys. Windsor Christian Fellowship Church family, 2022 marked a very unique year for us our 40th anniversary year. 40 years of gathering together as a body of believers, 40 years of growing and knowing God more, 40 years of sharing the love of our Father with our community. In 2022, we decided to celebrate our 40th anniversary with various organizations within Windsor, Essex. Our initiative started in August and carried us all the way through to our annual four weeks of giving campaign. Right now, sit back, relax, and here, our 40th anniversary in review. Hey guys, my name is Mitchell Hunter. I'm the Youth and Young Adults Director. And our first initiative that I wanna talk to you about is Noah's House. We had the privilege and opportunity as a youth summer camp to raise funds for them. We raised $1,500 to go towards them, which is amazing because those guys over there, they are helping teens and young adults to um, break the power of mental illness. They have different programs and resources. So please, we encourage you, go check them out. But we were super excited to partner with them and we are just glad that we are able able to affect change amongst all our younger generation. Hey WCF, Pastor Anthony here. In September 2022, we decided to bless some students with back to school packages. A special shout out to Margaret Thompson and her connection with William Davis Public School and Pastor Larry and his ties with the Coalition for Justice, Unity and Equity. Because of these connections, we were able to be a light in our community and bless over 200 students with back to school packages. These packages included things like pencils, crayons, rulers, markers, pencil cases, which we were able to get at an extremely discounted price because of our partnership with Staples. WLO also generously donated sweaters that we could include in the packages. And it was absolutely incredible. And on behalf of the students who were able to be blessed, thank you, WCS. Good morning, Windsor Christian Fellowship. I'm Pastor Larry, and I'm here to talk to you about Windsor Family Homes Community Partnerships. They're an organization that provides low-cost housing to immigrant families in our community. In an endeavor to support these families, every summer during the month of July, they host a summer camp um, for kids grades six to eight. In a partnership with them as a church, we provided lunches for every day from Monday to Friday during each of the four weeks of July for these kids. That calculates 20 kids a week plus four staff uh, every week for 96 meals provided. Each of these meals was prepared in our church by 
uh, wonderful volunteers and then delivered to their location. After the event, having conversation with the leaders, they wanted me to communicate with our church a massive uh, word of gratitude to each and every one who participated in making this event possible. Most of these kids do not get healthy meals. And during the camp, they were provided with healthier and better meals than what they typically would eat otherwise. So Windsor Christian Fellowship, a huge thank you. So as a youth ministry, we were able to partner with Safe Families, which is an organization um, that affects change at a family level. Um, they work with the parents and the children um, to, that are in crisis to help them come back as a family unit um, stronger than ever. We were able to do this through a dodgeball tournament that was super fun with multiple churches and youth groups throughout Windsor, Essex um, for these guys. We were able to raise $270 um, to impact families and lives, and we were so excited. So youth, that's on you guys. For our 2022 Family Movie Night, we wanted to turn this event into more than just a night where people came and watched a movie together. We wanted to give people the opportunity to bless their community and give back to those who are in need. We decided to partner with the Milo Clinic and Pregnancy Center, a center where they help empower women make healthy, informed decisions regarding their pregnancy. We were able to raise over $400 for this center and we were able to bless them with diapers and wipes and baby clothes which will go directly to women who are in need. You guys absolutely killed it, and you should be very proud of yourself. Way to go, WCF. Pastor Larry, back again to let you know about our Multicultural Day on November 20th. What a day, honestly. How can I talk about it without first mentioning our worship, where God's name was honored and glorified in multiple languages, the scripture reading, in even more languages, languages I didn't even know existed. And then came the message where the sisters shared of their involvement in ministry in restricted access countries, countries where the gospel message is forbidden from being shared. They're called the sisters because their names, for their protection, we can't mention what their names are, but what a powerful message they shared and of their love, their passion for, um, God's people in these countries. And, and even though a lot of these people face incredible persecution, they're discipling and sharing the love of Jesus Christ to those around them. In total on that particular service, $9,000 was raised to support their ministry. Thank you, Windsor Christian Fellowship. But it doesn't end there. Following the service, we had an incredible event, multicultural event in the fellowship hall where people, you, prepared multicultural meals, samples of food from your own culture that was sold to raise money for the Matthew House. The Matthew House is a multicultural organization that supports immigrant families as they come into Canada. It gives them temporary housing and gives them assistance in getting integrated into our Canadian culture. For them, $4,500 was raised. Windsor Christian Fellowship, a massive thank you for your contribution on our Multicultural Day. Hey guys, Mitch here again. As a young adults ministry, we were able to partner with uh, Teen Health. For those that don't know, they work with uh, teens and young adults from age 12 to 24. Um, they offer a bunch of different services. They're confidential and they're free. Um, and this year we partnered with them by having a pickleball tournament. I know the sport that's taken over the world. It's crazy, it's fun, um, but we had an amazing time. We were, we were able to raise 1,400, so well done WCF. 
thank you. I just wanna give you another update on an initiative that we did in 2022. So we were able to partner with Windsor Life Center, which is a faith-based residential treatment program for women who are struggling with addiction. Um, it's an amazing way to partner to help break the chains of addiction. Uh, we were able to raise 2,500 through a volleyball tournament that we put on um, with young adults. So thank you, young adults, for participating. It was an amazing initiative. Hey WCF, my name is Steven and I'm here to give you your four weeks of giving wrap up. So to start with our first week, we did our mobile soup kitchen. Our hospitality team worked so hard, so thank you to all the volunteers who helped out in the kitchen. They made 400 meals and they brought them downtown. We set up a tent and we served and loved on our downtown community. It was so awesome to see. And on top of that, we were able to give um, clothes uh, to help out those in the winter season. So thank you to everybody who donated coats, hats, mitts, and put them in the bin in the front foyer. We gave out so many to help those to stay warm this season, as we know that winter was a little cold in uh, December, so thank you for that. For the second week, we partnered with Safe Families again this year to help families who couldn't afford to give their children gifts this year because it's been a tough few years for everybody. So what we did was we put out 63 um, different families, children's names on trees, and you were able to grab those names, get them gifts, and help give them a Merry Christmas. So thank you to everybody who donated and helped run out and grab gifts for those families to help make their Christmas better. For the third week, we helped out locally inside our house and we decided to adopt families within WCF. Um, so we ended up getting 12 different families who were in need this season um, and we were able to bless them, love on them. And uh, we had every ministry go out, run and grab things that they would need as well. And it was such a blessing to be able to give into our own family and serve them this Christmas season. And for our fourth week, we were able to partner with For Africa, formerly known as Jam, where they provide hope in a bowl. And what this means is they have a bowl of food that they provide to children in Africa who are hungry, and that bowl has enough calories that that children needs for the entire day. And they give thousands of these out every single day to help feed those and stop hunger in Africa. And we were so thankful to say that we were able to raise $8,000 for For Africa, and we're so thankful, WCF, for your support and donations in this area. So to wrap up our entire four weeks of giving, we were able to raise an amazing $15,000 this year for all of these initiatives. So thank you all so much for your donations, your generosity during the Christmas season. It's gone um, so far and helped our local community, helped our global community, helped inside the church as well, and we're so thankful. We love doing four weeks of giving and we love you, WCF. So thank you again. Windsor Christian Fellowship Church family. Well, that's a wrap, our 40th year in review. It's been a pleasure celebrating with you all. Thank you so much for giving of your time, your resources, and your talents to the various organizations that we supported this year. We are so looking forward to 2023 and what God has in store for all of us. Looking forward to seeing how he's going to work through each and every one of us so that we can impact our communities for his glory. God bless you all. Well, well done, everybody. We came together and we were able to make a difference in the world around us, starting with our own local community. Uh, anyway, how many want to build a snowman? So some of us, when we left home this morning, there was no snow on the road. <laughs> so I looked out the window, I was like, oh, looks like it's starting to get a little slick. 
Make sure you drive safe. Uh, and then Bryn was asking, who was here last week for the message? I almost didn't, I was like, oh yeah, I was here for that. <laughs> so uh, the other thing I wanted to comment on is um, some of you um, will be watching some football this afternoon. No football fans at this service? They all went to the first service? Okay. I just wanted to put a plug in for, um, I have a lot of friends that cheer for San Fran, but I, I might be cheering for Dallas tonight. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. On a more serious note, we're talking this week about a new commitment, and uh, we've been working through the All Things New series. And one of my favorite verses, I guess, would be found in Romans 5, chapter 8. And I say one of because I like a lot of them. But this one scripture verse says, But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And I want you to understand, God was so committed to humans that he was willing to send his own son to live among humans, to be tortured by humans, to be crucified by humans, and to die for humans. And every one of us has broken God's law. And Jesus came to pay our sin debt. And, and God sent him to earth specifically because he was committed to the human race. And because God was committed to the human race, Jesus came. Now, I want you to understand as a new creation, which we talked about a few weeks ago, you become a new person, you get a fresh start with God when you come to Christ, your priorities change and your desires change. So that means things that used to be important no longer are important. Things that used to not be important suddenly become important. Things like your relationship with God. Things like your relationship with other people. These things suddenly move way up on the chain because... How many know, outside of Christ, most people are very selfish? Even in Christ, I see selfish people. But how many know that, that when it's all about me and what I want and what I want now and my rights and my... That's a selfish perspective. It's quiet in here. No selfish people here. But your priorities change when you come to Christ, because suddenly you start putting the needs of others before your own needs. And, and we ask the question, are you all in with God? And what does all in mean? You know, uh, coming to church on Sunday does not constitute all in with God. In fact, coming to church on Sunday and praying twice a week does not constitute all in with God, even though some of you think that's a big commitment. Some think going to church twice a year is a big commitment. But the truth is, if you're all in for God, that means that you're a Christ follower every day, all day. And you can't decide that I want to be a Christian right now, but I want to go do some things that are not consistent with Christianity, and then you don't live like Christ over here. That's, that's not being a Christ follower, that's being a Christ fan. Yay, Jesus. Just like I cheer for the Cowboys, go Cowboys. But at the end of the day, I'm not a Cowboy. Don't want to be. <laughs> but see, in Matthew 16, this is what Jesus says to his followers, 24 to 26. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you wants to be my follower, how many want to be a Christ follower? Okay. You must give up your own way. 
Jesus was speaking there. That's his words. Can everyone say, give up your own way? Do you know what that means? Then you take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, guess what? You're going to lose it. And if you give up your life for my sake, you'll save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Wealth, riches, power, money, prestige, fame, useless if you lose your soul. Because none of that stuff goes with you. It goes to the grave and that's where it ends. Giving up your own way is a demonstration of your commitment to God. We talk about a new commitment. You want to commit your life to God, you give up your own way. In marriage ceremonies, I've done a few of those in my day. We talk about commitments. And people make these vows when they stand at an altar with the minister before God and witnesses, right? And they say things like, I now leave my independent lifestyle. Or I promise to love and cherish you until death do us part. Did anyone make vows similar to that at some point? Has anyone stood at an altar and made vows? Is there anyone in the room married? Is there anyone awake? When you love someone, you're willing to lay your life down for them. Okay, Superman, yes, I'll take a bullet for you. Ah. <laughs> Reality is most people see a gun and they throw their wife in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, though. Laying down your life means serving. You might be able to take a bullet for someone, but can you serve them day in, day out, morning, noon, and night? Can you make a commitment that requires sacrifice? In a covenant relationship, it's two people that abide by the terms of the covenant. When you enter into a marriage covenant, it's two people who agree, I love you so much, I'm going to put my selfishness aside, and I'm going to serve you, and I'm going to love you. And how many know that's how you have a successful marriage? It's not a marriage where you endure one another, you put up with one another. It's a marriage where two people try to serve one another. And God is in that kind of a relationship with us as humans in the new covenant because we've been talking about this. You entered into your covenant with Christ freely. No one held a gun to your head. No one twisted your arm. I mean, how many of you converted to Christianity with a knife to your throat? No one. There's some religions that force you to convert like that or die, right? Christianity doesn't, it's a free religion. It's free. You follow Christ freely. You have a choice. As a human, God gave you a choice. Follow me in my laws. Don't follow me in my laws. It's real easy. You can either do it or not. Follow him or not follow him. It's by faith, it's not through coercion. Now, the terms of the new covenant are very simple, covenant. They're very simple. Repent of your sin, be baptized, obey his commands. Very straightforward. It's a faith in the sacrifice. It's a faith in a crucifixion on a cross. John 14, 15. How many of you love Jesus? We're in church, I hope somebody does. If you love Jesus... In 
his own words in John 14, 15. He says, if you love me, obey my commandments. Now, what's his commandments? There's two that come to mind. I talk about them quite often. There's the great commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Put God first in your life. First relationship. First priority, your relationship with God. Great commandment. Great commission, go tell others. So within this, you love God, you love people, and you tell others about it. Because you love God, you love others. Because you love others, you go tell them the message of hope. It's pretty simple. His commandment is, love me, love people, and then tell other people about me. How many say that doesn't sound super complicated? You don't need a degree in theology to tell people about Jesus. You just share your story. Now, in the book of Romans 8, there's this great passage that has so many applications for our life today. And, and if you start looking at like verse three, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. So when you see someone in the Bible's writing to us and, and Paul's giving us a warning, he says, I'm giving you a warning. Now, how many of you have received a warning in life? Has anyone ever got a warning about something? I mean, a long, long, long time ago when I was in school. I remember I missed a few classes probably a few too many. And I got a warning from the attendance officer that if I missed X amount of classes that I wouldn't be able to graduate because I didn't have enough time in the classroom. I don't think they even do that anymore, but nonetheless, back in the day. It was a warning that got my attention. Has anyone ever been pulled over um, for maybe driving faster than you should and they gave you a warning instead of a ticket? Did it cause you to slow down? Yes. <laughs> it's the consequence that does the teaching, right? <laughs> but see, the warning that Paul gives us is, don't think you are better than you really are. <laughs> don't think of yourself more highly than you should. You're not all that. <laughs> Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves. Measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, I mean, how many of your, your nose can do what your fingers can do? And your ears can do what your eyes can do? None of you. Why? Because each part of your body has a specific function, right? And, and what happens is, it is the same with Christ's body. We're many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In other words, we are the body of Christ. And you will hear me say this over and over and over again, you cannot fully realize maturity in Christianity without other people. Because how many know you need someone to offend you so that you can practice love and forgiveness? How many know you need to have someone that's really annoying so you can practice patience and long-suffering? How do you repay evil with kindness if someone's not evil to you first? We need each other because it's in the relationships that we have that we grow and we mature. You know, some people are just soft. They get upset about everything. Oh my gosh, he looked at me funny. <laughs> Boo hoo. Maybe they weren't even looking at you. 
In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God's given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. You should be excellent at the things that God has called you to do. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is encouraging others, be encouraging. If it's giving, give generously. If God's given you leadership ability, take responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Operate with the skill set God has given you and do it with excellence and do it with joy and do it to completion. Don't just half do it. You can talk to my children. You want to irritate me? Don't pretend like you're sweeping the floor and only sweep the parts that you think I can see. <laughs> sweep the whole floor, including the corners and under the little ledges with the car. Like, do it right. Do it right the first time, and then you won't have to be irritated with me when I call you back to do it a second time because you didn't do it right the first time. Oh, come on, I'm talking to someone. <laughs> but this applies to so many arenas of our life. We want to take shortcuts, but God is saying, do it with excellence. And then he goes on and he says, look, he said in verse nine, don't just pretend to love others, really love them. <laughs> you know what that means? We don't do fake real good here. We need to be authentic. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly what is good, love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. That means it's all about others. We wanna build each other up. This morning we were doing the, the All Things WCF, but the truth is it was the team coming together to impart and to encourage and to build one another up. Okay? We see, we see services. How, you know, if the team doesn't show up and everyone does what they're supposed to do, I mean, the truth is if Ben, I think it's Ben back there, doesn't turn my microphone on, it's real quiet in here. Yeah, exactly. I said, without my mic, nobody's going to hear a word I say. I don't talk that loud. I don't have one of those voices that raises the dead. <laughs> I know a guy that raises the dead, but <laughs> it's not the tone of my voice that does it. So, so what happens is, it goes on. It says, love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard. Serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them and be eager to practice hospitality. You know, I find it funny, like, never be lazy. Does it say you can be lazy sometimes? I, I think about this. If you were going to the hospital to have surgery... How many of you don't want a lazy surgeon that doesn't read up on all the latest technology and procedures that are going to be out there? I mean, or a friend of mine had to have a tooth pulled recently. You know, if you go to the dentist, but they don't have the latest technology for pulling a tooth, and you walk in and they tie a string around your tooth and start tying the other side to the door. At this point, you're getting nervous, aren't you? 
knock me out, remove the tooth, wake me up when it's done. Uh, maybe not for me, but sure. Okay. If you have a gift, let's activate it. Let's activate it with excellence. Let's not be lazy. Let's work really hard to accomplish the mission and the assignment that God has placed upon our lives. Because every one of you has an assignment on your life. The question is, are you going to fulfill the assignment on your life? Are you going to listen and obey what the Holy Spirit tells you to do? Are you going to do what God tells you to do to completion with excellence, enthusiastically with joy? Or are you going to whine and complain about it the whole way down? We have a thing with our team. Teammates don't like teammates make excuses. No excuses. Get it done. Do your job. Because when you don't do your job, someone else doesn't get to do theirs. And if I'm depending on you to do your job and you're depending on me to do my job, then we don't want to let each other down, do we? And we do better when we all work together. Same is true in the body of Christ. You know, last night we had our team appreciation night and we, it was fun. We were celebrating uh, the volunteers and the staff team was serving the volunteers and, and, and here in this local body of believers, you know, and throughout the night I was fascinated as I was going around, I was taking plates off the table and stuff and and, and people were like, you know, hey, let me help, let me help. And I was like, it's okay, you sit down, I'm here to serve you tonight, you know, and Rolly, how's it going? It's going great. What are you doing? Come here. Oh, I got it right here. You like this music, eh? This music is really Yeah, you got some uh, Latina heat. <laughs> you come here, you fix things. You need to fix the lights. Yeah. So, so it, if I climb, you go on my shoulders. Yeah, we could probably get up there. Um, timing. It's a few people. Hey, if you're gonna walk on my stage, I'm gonna give you something to say. What are you gonna say? About what? I don't know, talk. Okay, okay. <laughs> talk about something. Hi, familia, family. How is everybody doing? That's it? Okay, that, that, that's better. That's better. You guys, you guys got to beat uh, 9 o'clock service because 9 was pretty lively. So one more. How are, how are you guys doing? Not bad, not bad. Okay, I am Rolly, and I work here in the maintenance department. And you guys must be uh, asking yourself, why did Pastor Roger let this guy talk? Yes. Here, closer. How, how did he get, well, he took a big risk and a big chance, and I promise. Yes, I, I did. <laughs> I promise I will behave. I did. Knowing Pastor Roger for a long time, for like, how long, like 12 years? I don't know, it feels like forever. I know, I had hair before. Yeah, I had hair when you first came. <laughs> <laughs> he got it, he got it back. <laughs> Before I start speaking, well, well actually, I'm going to say, let's say a disclaimer, okay? It's a disclaimer. Because uh, sometimes with my pronunciation, I have gotten in trouble before. Because <laughs> some people have told, some girls have thought I called them fat and stuff. I, I don't, I saw white. So you're calling me fight, like I'm white? 
No, the color white. The color. Blanco. Blanco. <laughs> or there is a nice drink at the cafe. Oh, my wife's favorite drink. It's her wife's favorite drink, and I'm not allowed to pronounce it anymore. Yes. Uh, it's called London FOG. <laughs> I pronounced that the first time, and everybody's working. I need a London. <laughs> just, I just want a drink. What's the problem? Then I come here, and Pastor Ajay, you know, when it's, he's, he's worshiping, he's getting in the spirit, and he's with his eyes closed, and here is your London. His eyes weren't so big. It's like he got like 220, you know? So I'm not allowed. So if I spell something, it's because I, it comes wrong. Okay. The London FOG. With that being said, okay, what I'm here for is to show you guys uh, what we're doing in the maintenance department. Oh, you guys got it again fast. Look, at these guys are doing awesome. Uh, we're doing, um, I don't know if you guys know, but we have two apartments at the back. It's called the North and South Apartment. We have uh, in the North Department, we have uh, Mr. John Lavesnik. Yeah, a hand for John. He does an amazing job and he has an, uh, an amazing. Be careful with my ladder. Your, your notes fell down. I have the same ladder at home, just different color. Yeah, this one is better. <laughs> he, has, he has an amazing group of volunteers that are helping and he keeps the grounds, like the grass cut, he keeps the, the tree stream. Right now, he's fighting over there with the snow. He's in the truck. The truck isn't driving himself. You can just barely see him. But he is there. John, I love you. I love you, John. Well, and the other apartment, the south apartment, uh, is in require of some love. Why? We want to renovate this apartment so we can get either a couple or a person to go and live in the apartment in exchange for about... 25, hour, 25 hours of, of cleaning. We will provide the rent, and now it's very expensive. We will provide rent, hydro, gas, you said? Gas, natural, natural. and Wi-Fi, natural Heating, gas. Yeah, yeah. Not the other gas. Not the car stuff. Yes. Or, okay. <laughs> I think that's such a deal. And here uh, we have the slides. I have some people that speak Rolinese. That's my language, so when I don't know, he's, he's really good at it. I ask him, what was I trying to say? And then he tells me what I was trying to say. <laughs> he does. And then he teaches me words that are good in Panama, but not in other don't countries. Say he those gets words. me in trouble. <laughs> we'll, we won't go there. For the apartment, these are the traits that, are, that we're looking for. We're looking for, uh, like you said, drywallers, floor installers, painters, electricians, and carpenters. Then you're going to see in the next slide the state or uh, the condition that the apartment is right now. We need to put a four by eight sheet. Drywall. We don't have that word in Spanish, okay? We're, we don't have it. That E sound sounds a lot more like it. And that's why they, that's why they tell me, that's how you pronounce it, they say <laughs> So we have, we need, to, 
We need the 4 by 8 sheet of drywall. <laughs> we need uh, to do some TLC on the, on the ceilings, on the walls. We need some patching. We need painting. Um, next slide, muchachos. We need to change some of the um, light fixtures. Light, you know, light fixtures. Light fixtures, that's good. Las lámparas. Para los latinos. ¿Hay algún latino? Lo estoy viendo, Gerson. <laughs> and this is, uh, the kitchen is functional. The covers are, they are where they are. If somebody believes in their heart and the Holy Spirit talks to them that they want to bless them with our covers, we will never say no. And as you see, we need to rip um, carpeting. We need to lay down the flooring. And they just need a lot of love, a lot of TLC, so we can get somebody um, to live in there. Um, next one. First service was amazing. They were very, what I'm trying to say, generous. Thank you. See, more people are helping me. That's awesome. Generous. They were very generous. If you still want to, you feel, if you can give us your time, but if the Holy Spirit is uh, your, um, your gift is of giving of finances, you can give us a contribution for um, projects that are going here in the, in the building. This building has been such a blessing in this past year. Like, we have the Pickleball League, like I spoke in the first, uh, yes, <laughs> that I spoke in the first service. Like, people are coming from other, other parts, and they say, this is the best league. <laughs> and, and I pass by, and I see them um, doing devotionals. Like, they're praying and doing devotionals, and everybody's engaged. And not everybody's a believer in that, I believe. Though they all are getting something. Like, it's becoming a community. It's becoming like a beacon. That's a good word. No, a beacon in the community? We're becoming a beacon in the community. And there is good players in there. Let me see if I see something, because they, they don't let me win. <laughs> the older they get, the nastier they are. <laughs> oh, they're good. They. Oh, no, he's young. He, he gets it, too. <laughs> You're a young man. <laughs> we have the, the homeschool, the homeschool, uh, the co-op that comes here, too. Great blessing to the community and keeps growing. We have the cafe with the paint knives, the jute, the everything that does in this uh, is a great, great, great blessing. It, it, re it requires work to keep this, uh, this place running. So if you have a trade and you can come and help and you say, that's me. I want to keep this place running. I want this place to be essential. You remember when we were in COVID and you have to be essential to keep open? Well... I want to be essential. So when people say WCF is essential, do not close WCF. Because that's my church and that's essential. Thank you. So, come and help. I like to give donuts and chocolates. I, yeah. They come, they help clean, they get their donuts and their hot chocolate. Lots of chocolate. Lots of chocolate. Good donuts, too. So we can come, we can get uh, the building together. We have chicken wings. Chicken wings are good too. Chicken wings, pizza. And let's get this together. Thank you. Thank you.
One of the favorite things I like to do is go out to like John Max for wings with you and we sit there and see if we can get the hottest ones on the menu and who can eat more. No, you can take the ladder. I'm good. I got a direct route to heaven. I don't need the... <laughs> if your talent... Not everyone wants to preach. Not everyone's comfortable on the stage. Believe me, I bring people up all the time and they go, I don't want to talk. I don't want to do it. But uh, maybe you could um, hang some lights or lay some carpet or do some plumbing. Or There's always, there's always something to do. It's a pretty big place. So uh, go see Rolly right after. He'll be in the foyer. And uh, first service, I think they covered the cost of that, but there's always projects going on. I mean, some of those rooftop units, when they go, it's like 20 grand to change them. Like, you got 50, 60, 70 of them up there. It's, uh, you know, you're always changing something around here. Anyway, uh, Proverbs 16, verse 3, amplified. Commit your works to the Lord. Submit and trust them to him and your plans to succeed, will succeed if you respond to his will and his guidance. Psalms 37.5, commit everything you do to the Lord, trust him, and he will help you. I just encourage you today, make a commitment today to obey Jesus and go all in with God. Make a commitment to pray daily. Make a commitment to read your Bible. Make a commitment to serve your husband or your wife or maybe your parents or guardians. Make a commitment to serve in your local church. Make a commitment to disciple others. Make a commitment to listen to the guidance of the Holy Spirit and obey. Make a commitment to sow more finances in the kingdom this year. Make a commitment to visit the sick and the afflicted. Make a commitment to live a life of integrity and honesty. Make a commitment to love others. Won't you stand up with me? You know, at this point in our message, we, we come to the table, we come to communion, the Lord's Supper. And you know, it's really, it's the, the covenant meal, it's the community meal, it's the family meal. We're all gathered together as the body of believers. And Jesus said, as, as often as you get together, you should be celebrating. And he warns us to search our hearts to make sure we don't have unforgiveness or ought against others. Release people, let it go. But you know, Jesus came so that we could have a fresh start. He made us a new person so we can put our past life with all the shame and guilt behind. And when we make a commitment to honor him, like he made a commitment to love us, you know, we can come, come to the table with really an open mind and an open heart. Father, as we come before you today with the bread that's broken like your body was broken. I thank you that you went to the cross for healing, for our bodies to function as you created them to, healthy and whole, for our minds to even function as you created them to. Restore health, restore wholeness, we ask. And we thank you that you provide for everything that we need. In Jesus' name.
And the blood of the new covenant, the blood of Jesus that was poured out for our sins to release us from the curse, to release us from poverty and lack, to release us from sin. Jesus, we thank you for the cup. Thank you for your spirit that was, is within us, that empowers us, that you give us hope, that you give us life, that your strength enables us to face and overcome any obstacle. Help us to walk in love at all times with all people. And Lord, we commit to honor you, to serve you, and to follow you today in Jesus' name. If you need prayer for whatever reason, immediately after Steve is done talking, the altar will be open. Steve, go ahead. Just a couple of words before I declare a blessing over us. Especially to the youth, I want to encourage you that God is no respecters of persons. What God will do for me, which is making my dreams come true and giving me the desires of my heart, he's going to do for all of you. And when we talk about commitment, I want to bring you to a rhetorical question that uh, Rabbi Shaul, uh, Paul, said. And he said these words. He said, if God did not withhold his very own son from us, gave him up for us, what more would he do? So with that in mind, I declare this blessing over you today, my brothers and sisters. May Adonai answer you in times of distress. May the God, may the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. May he be reminded of your grain offerings and accept the fat of your burnt offerings. May he give you the desires of your hearts and cause all your plans to succeed. Then we will shout for joy on you, at your victory and we'll fly our banners in the name of our God. And may Adonai fulfill all your requests. Windsor Christian Fellowship, surrounded with a cloud of witnesses, with an amazing leadership that he's put over us, with the truce, the training, the fellowship. Let's go and take the community and take this world for our king, We've all been called for, to, to the kingdom for just the time of this, as this. Windsor Christian Fellowship, you've been prepared. Go be. Amen. Amen.